Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Before we start the pod, me and Dylan both want to address everything that's been going on with the Black Lives Matter movement. We've been thinking about what we wanted to say and how to say it properly, so we wrote it down. And we wanted to put it before the episode began. So if it sounds like I'm reading off something, that's because I am. We just wanted to make sure that we said everything that we wanted to say and we said it the right way. We just wanted to say that our hearts, our thoughts, and our prayers go out to anyone who has ever been mistreated, anyone who has ever been hurt, or anyone who has ever been negatively affected based off of the color of their skin. Racism is not okay, and it's heartbreaking that we still have to say that in the world today. If you look at the world and look at all of the advancements we have made, you would think that we are evolving as a species, but that's not the case at all. African Americans are facing the same struggles they did their whole lives. Everything is advancing and evolving around us, but humans are the ones that are staying the same. It's crazy to me to sit here and think about how controversial ending racism really is. And yes, all lives do matter, but until all lives matter equally, it is more important right now to make sure that black lives matter. And to anyone who has been mistreated because of the color of your skin, don't let anyone who has not had to face the same struggles you have had to tell you how to feel, tell you how to handle, or tell you how to fight back against the current situation. Because they don't know the struggles you've went through, and they don't know the struggles that your race has gone through your entire lives. We stand with you, we fight with you, and we will help change the world for the better. And please, guys, if there are any petitions or fundraisers you want us to sign or donate to, send them our way. Me and Dylan have been signing and donating what we can and trying to do our best to help uh, build the world in a better way for the future. So with that being said, let's get started with the pod. If you want to talk, then let's talk balls. What is up, everybody? This is Dylan. Uh, This is Mark. Sorry, I didn't. This is Mark. It's been a long time since we've had to do this. Yeah, uh, we're back. The Let's Talk Balls podcast is back. We're in business and we are better than ever before the the ball boys are back in town so i guess just a little bit of an update on where we have been what we've been up to since the last time we saw you guys uh the last time we saw you guys was right before a uh, quarantine was put in place due to covid19 as the parents love to say and we recorded out of an outside studio that was closed due to the quarantine and the coronavirus and we have been unable to do a pod since then until we got some money up and got ourselves a little bit of a setup here at home so if the quality is not quite as good as it usually is that's why but we put a very solid amount of money into trying to bring you guys the best quality 
of content possible. I don't know exactly what I was trying to even say there. But. Yeah, it was a lot of hard work trying to figure out where to exactly plug everything into. Uh, it was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears to get this all set up for you guys. But uh, the problem was the week when we were still recording at the studio, um, we had we had to pre-record an episode. So then we were gone for a week. And then during that week is when they shut everything down. So then it was sort of like an extra week that we couldn't exactly record there. So like Dylan said, if the quality doesn't sound as good, uh, we're sorry. Suck it up. We did the best we could. We got the best stuff that we could get with our income that we currently have because a lot of things are shut down now. So this is this is what we got. Yeah, and we also just didn't want to deliver you guys an episode that is not is just like horrible quality, if that makes sense. Uh, we definitely didn't want to do that. So we were waiting until we had a pretty proper setup to bring you guys an episode from Mark's bedroom. Yeah, because we could have easily just recorded like off our phones or like our headphones or something and just put, we could have put stuff out there, but the quality would have not been as good. So we decided to hold off, save up some money, get some good equipment, get a solid setup. And right now we are in my bedroom recording. All right, so that's just a little, little announcement on why we've been away haven't uploaded an episode um but if you do follow us on instagram we have been pretty darn active on there we've been pretty darn active on the instagram the predictions for wrestling pay-per-views has continued on instagram we've been doing some other contests uh predictions for other other sort of things and so which leads us to our big announcement right now is announcement number one is we're doing a 100 follower giveaway for the Instagram account, basically all you have to do to enter the giveaway is follow us on Instagram, and then you have to be subscribed to our podcast on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, just subscribe to us, and then DM us a screenshot of you subscribed on Instagram, and then we'll DM you back, let you know that you're confirmed, and the winner will get a $25 gift card to wherever they would like, and... Once we do that, we're going to pick like a, a random winner out of everybody who enters. And if we hit 200 followers by, let's say, let's give the contest a week. If we hit 200 followers within a week of when this podcast is posted, uh, we're going to bump it up to a $50 gift card. So that's a little bit of incentive to, you know, maybe spread the word, spread the word, get us some more followers. Let your friends know. And you can follow us on Instagram at Let's Talk Balls Pod. Uh, we have a Facebook page let's talk balls pod as well and we do have a twitter let's talk underscore balls where we do try to live tweet whether it was with the sporting events we would try to live tweet that stuff or now it's mostly just wrestling pay-per-views since that's pretty much the only thing that's taking place right now so you can follow us there um and we have a second minor announcement while we haven't been putting out content we've been working on some stuff for the podcast let's talk balls and announcement number two is that we have a website yes, yes. you heard me correct we have a website dot com it we we dot com it's it. pretty legit it is let's talk balls pod.com i repeat let's talk balls pod.com and for you listeners um all million of you guys the pass there's currently a password on the website 
But if you want to go in and get a early access to the site, type in all capital letters, shake the letter N bake. That is shake and bake, all caps. You can type that in. Uh, whenever this comes out, it'll work and you get free access to the site before anyone else really gets to go check it out. Yeah, so shout out to Mark. Definitely need to give a big shout out to him because he killed it with the website. He surprised me with it. He told me he had a surprise, sent me the link and uh, the website looks awesome. Uh, we're going to have a blog on there as well. So you're going to be able to get some articles from us. Uh, written some articles written by me some by mark we're gonna have definitely some guests on there to write some articles as well uh, so you're gonna get different points of view on different stuff anything you want to see from the website any articles you want to be if you're a writer and you'd love to get published on the let's talk balls pod website dm us some of your stuff on instagram let's talk balls pod just send it right in our instagram dms reach out to us and send us a link or, or, or something of that nature if you're a fan and you would love to be part of the blog on the website because uh, we're definitely trying to get as much content out on there as possible especially in a time like this so moving forward from that from the contest from the announcement of our website sports are coming back that's one thing that also went into the fact that we weren't doing a podcast is the fact that there really wasn't anything to do a podcast about because sports were pretty much gone but yeah. they're coming back. It's it's sort of hard for a sports podcast to exist without any sports. Exactly. So we didn't want to bring you guys, I don't know, Let's Talk Balls Mahoney consistently for a month straight. So we decided it'd be better for us to save up, get some stuff like this. Who knows when our outside studio will be back open, but it doesn't matter anymore because we're back. We're putting out content like there's no tomorrow. And sports are coming back. You know, the NHL just released... And it has been approved by owners that their return to play plan, along as the NBA. And wrestling's been on this entire time with no crowd. And they've been doing a great job, honestly. Especially AEW's been doing a great job with no crowd. Uh, I think it was a genius move for them to put wrestlers that weren't wrestling in the crowd to give them a little bit of a, you know something. Um, I think that was great a great move by them but the big thing this week is sports are coming back and we're going to run down we're going to run down how that's going to work uh starting with hockey nhl i don't know about you but as a flyers fan everyone knows this podcast is philly fans only i was extremely upset because this is the best the flyers have been the most confident i've been in the flyers in a long time and then the season got canceled but now it's coming back and the playoff format is, it's cool. I like it. Um, gives everyone a decent chance. Uh, gives the top four seeds more advantage than it does the lower seeds. It's it's great. So, Mar Mark, you want to give some more info on that, the return to play for hockey? Yeah, so it's been 81 days uh, since we got to witness some hockey. And so they're doing sort of a round-robin tournament held in, they still have to determine, it's likely two hub cities that it's going to take place in. Uh, so I'm just going to list off a few of the hub cities. We have Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Ed Edmonton, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Minneapolis, slash St. Paul, Pittsburgh, Toronto, and Vancouver. Those are the hub cities that the NHL is currently looking at to hold all of their games. Um, they're likely to pick two, but for the Eastern Conference, uh, the top four seeds, the Boston Bruins are number one, Tampa Bay Lightning are number two, 
Number three is the Washington Capitals. And number four is your Philadelphia Flyers. Woo! Let's go, Flyers. Let's let's rock it out, Fly guys. <laughs> I'm hype. Yeah, so then the qualifying round matchups, um, and for all of you betting geeks, we have the odds too. So we have the Pittsburgh Penguins, who are the number five seed, versus the number 12 seed, Montreal Canadiens. Pittsburgh is at minus 205. The Canadians are at plus 175. We have the number six Carolina Hurricanes facing off against the number 11 New York Rangers. The Hurricanes are at minus 140 and the Rangers are at plus 120. Uh, The number seven seed is the New York Islanders who are at minus 120 versus the number 10 seed, the Florida Panthers at plus 100. And then the number eight seed is the Toronto Maple Leafs who are at minus 160. Uh, going off against the number nine seed, the Columbus Blue Jackets, who are at plus 140, and that is for the Eastern Conference. Yeah, so if you just look it up, we'll post it on our Instagram story and stuff too. You can get like the whole rundown of every team that's 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 in it and stuff like that. But I don't know. I guess summed up, it's basically top four seeds are going to be in a round-robin tournament to determine like that seeding. So um, it's not just like, Technically, regular season's over, but it's not like, a, oh, you're beat, you're stuck where you were sort of thing. And then the remaining teams, they have a play-in to determine like the eight seeds and, and stuff like that, correct? Or Yes. Yeah, so um, there's still going to be some seeding to figure out, but we're going to have a Stanley Cup champion this year. Whether there's an asterisk next to it or not, it's going to happen. And I don't care if there's an asterisk next to it, I'd love for it to be the Flyers. Yeah, I think we all would, and... So I'll just run down the uh, the Western Conference really quick as well. Uh, your top four seeds, number one is the St. Louis Blues. Number two is Colorado Avalanche. Number three is the Vegas Golden Knights. And number four are the Dallas Stars. And in the qualifying round matchups, you have the number five Edmonton Oilers who are at minus 160 going off against the number 12 seed Chicago Blackhawks at plus 140. You have the number six seed, Nashville Predators, who are at minus 140, firsting off against the number 11 seed, Arizona Coyotes, at plus 120. And then you have the number seven, Vancouver Canucks, who are at minus 130, firsting the number 10 seed, Minnesota Wild, who are at plus 110. And then lastly, the number eight, Calgary Flames, who are at minus 120, versus the number nine seed, Winnipeg Jets, who are at plus 100. Yeah, so this is a um, this is an 18-team return-to-play plan, correct? Looks like, right? Nine seeds, and then, yeah, because they, they do the plan for the for the eight, for the eight seed. Yeah. Is that eight versus nine? Uh, yes, eight versus nine. Gotcha. So, that's pretty cool. I mean, I like the way that they've done it. I really like the way that the NBA is going to do it, too. We don't have all the details on the NBA, but we can run into that like when we get there in a few minutes. But it's just great to have sports back, dude. Like we know it's coming back. And the crazier thing too is with the return to play for NBA and NHL makes you think MLB is going to happen somewhat soon, right? Yeah. Oh, definitely. And also means the NFL is definitely not going to cancel their season. With the way it's working out right now, like how late they're starting getting into the playoffs and stuff like this with hockey and and basketball and and now baseball it's gonna be we're gonna have like all four major sports playing at the same time yeah it's it's it's, gonna be insane it's starting to things are starting to feel um a little more normal now that we're starting to get all sports back 
which is a, definitely a good feeling. Yeah, dude. It's going to be crazy, though, dude, because we're going to have NHL playoffs, MLB playoffs, probably. Nah, maybe MLB playoffs might come a little bit later, but we're going to have NHL and NBA playoffs around the same time, which we always have, but it's also going to be going on during the NFL season, and like mid-NFL season and, and MLB season, baseball. Yeah, so, so it's going to be, be nuts, yeah, dude. It's, it's going to be, be nuts. Like, it's going to be uh, a lot. Yeah, it's going to be like we didn't have sports for a while, and then it's just going to be a lot of sports at one time, uh, which is always – it's just – it's a it's a good I thing I love it have, because, man. like, I love when it gets this way too, when it's – um it's like the beginning of the basketball season, the, like, world – it's like N- MLB playoffs, beginning of hockey, and, like, mid-NFL season usually is how it will work, or, like, toward the end of the NFL season – where we have all four sports, you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. oh, it's like in the beginning of NHL and NBA, and then the end of MLB, and then like mid NFL. That's usually my favorite time because there's always something to watch. Like every single night, there's something to watch. Yeah, and like recently, it's, it's just gonna be. Been all... This is just gonna be crazy because it's gonna be so fast paced, dude. Like, yeah, it's gonna be like before. It's like my team's gonna be. Their record is going to be 0-0, zero and zero and it's a week's going to go by, and I'm going to be like, damn, bro, we're down to, like, the final eight teams. You know, yeah. it's going to be crazy. Yeah. It's going to be absolutely insane. Um, I love the fact that the Flyers have a chance to get the one seed because they, they were red hot when the season was was put to a halt. They were, like, red hot coming for that number one seed. They might have not been able to get it, but – the two was a very, very, very realistic option. If they were gonna like, it was very realistic that they might be able to grab it before the season ended. And now we're sitting at four with a chance to be the number one seed. So you can't really complain too much, and it's hard to complain about much of anything right now that involves sports because all we want is some sports back. Yeah. All you guys want is the pod. Yeah, we know that. I'm sure uh, everything's just been. Twitter has been going off the charts about what happened to Let's Talk Balls. Where are balls? Let's talk about some NBA because pretty hype about our Flyers and the NBA are about to have their return to play plan. Uh, it hasn't been voted on yet, but Woj said that it's going to be a pretty overwhelming vote for yes because I'm pretty sure everybody wants basketball to come back. So, this is the plan that hasn't been voted on yet, but it's going to be voted yes. We'll just pretty much confirm that. The uh, the voting takes place Thursday, which is tomorrow Yeah, tomorrow. For us. Uh, we're not sure exactly when that will be for It you. probably happened by now. Yeah, at so. 12.30. Uh, so we'll definitely put, post that on our social medias once we find out the results. Absolutely. So it's all going to take place at like one hub city in Orlando at Disney World, of all places. Um, and they're going to be inviting 22 teams. It's going to be the eight, the 16 pl- playoff teams that would be in right now. And then the next best eight teams, I think it was. Does that make sense? Or six teams? Six, it would be. So with the way that lines up is that it's going to be 13 Western Conference teams, nine Eastern Conference teams, eight regular season games per team, play in for the eighth seed, and then playoffs will take place July 31st through October 12th is the latest possible date for a Game 7, they said. So, vote tomorrow to ratify, but Woj ended the tweet with, 
the NBA is back, which is awesome. I don't know how, like, so of course nobody was super confident in the Sixers when basketball ended, right? Yeah. And, but now I'm just thinking, like, what a way that this would be to win a championship. Like, this is the most Sixers way to win a championship. You know what I mean? In the season that got, like, canceled, and you come back with this weird playoff format that's never been done before. And then they're going to do it, and then they're just going to win. This weird-ass team is going to win in a weird-ass season in a super weird way, I feel like. Yeah, because... I'm not super confident, but I could just see it happening. Yeah, because uh, if you've listened to our past episodes, you know that we get pretty heated when talking about the Sixers during this past season. So it's just like in a season where everyone's calling for Brett Brown to be fired... Are we, we should trade Joel, we should trade Ben, what is this team, there's no identity, Furkan Korkmaz is the hero of the team, trade Al Horford, um, it's just been a weird season to say the least, and now that we have this sort of weird, just because it's new, playoff format, that it sort of just seems like we this could be something that we could win. Yo, with that, like, just to go off topic, this is about the Sixers, but... Bleacher Report did this thing where they like they assigned an NBA team to a different member of their staff and they played GM for like a week or something and they had to like turn it around basically you know what I mean not turn it around but uh make the they had to improve the team they had to improve the team right so he I forget I think Ross from Bleacher Report had the had the Sixers and he somehow turned it around from this team to the starting lineup we ended the week with was like Ben, I think it was Ben, Buddy Heald, Aaron Gordon, Tobias, and Joel. I was like, but like he got someone to take Horford's contract. Um, it was probably the Kings, which makes sense. Yeah, because they were talking about sending um, Horford for Buddy Heald in that trade before. Yeah, and then he somehow pulled off Aaron Gordon, which was nuts. Like, I was just like, and like, he kept Furkan. Uh, I think we got rid of Richardson and Horford out of the starters, but he like, he kept Furkan. He kept, uh, Matisse. You know what I mean? He like, he kept solid bench players that we need. Like, I don't know. It was very impressive. I would love that. I would love if that was our starting lineup next year. Holy shit. Oh my God. That'd Buddy be... Heald and Aaron Gordon instead of Horford and Richardson. That'd be fucking awesome. Simmons throwing lobs to Aaron, Aaron Gordon, Gordon, bro. And then Simmons Ugh. Simmons just drives and then passes it out at the free throw line for Buddy for a three. That's going to go in every time. Dude. It'd be insane. Anyway, we'll bring in a shooter hopefully eventually. But the NBA's coming back, dude. I'm yeah. hype. Yeah, and something else that I wanted to, to talk about was before we went into lockdown – Everyone was saying um, to fire Brett Brown, and then they were saying if he doesn't get past the second round, he needs to be fired. So now that really just brings up the question of what's going to happen with Brett Brown. Is everyone still going to want him to be fired if we go into this new format and then we don't succeed? We don't get out of what would be the first round? I think so. I think it's just like, would is he still going to fire him? If What if we pull this off and he wins the championship? Are they still going to want to get rid of him? Definitely not. What's going to happen with Elton Brand? I think there's just like, I, I think it it it's done uh, wonders for Brett Brown's career. Can either <laughs> save it or 
it's just going to be the same thing that it was before. Yeah, this is definitely uh, breathe some new life into Brett Brown. Absolutely. Yeah. It's sort of just giving him a break. He needs to figure everything out and then just give it one last push. And it's really just going to be like a storybook ending if they pull this thing out. Dude, I just... That'd be crazy. I mean, if they win, they're definitely not going to fire him. I still think... Dude, I still think if they don't win the championship, they're going to get fired. Unless they lose to like the Lakers in like six or seven or something yeah. you know what i mean like i think they make it to the championship he'll probably stay i don't see how if they don't make it to the championship that he he stays though yeah honestly and another question i have for you is how well do you think everyone is staying in shape during this quarantine for like uh, the sixers i have no faith in joel yeah. um when it comes to that regard that's like the thing that I'm just worried about is I'm sure everybody's going to be a little bit slower. I think I'm sure Ben has been taking care of himself. Dude, I'm I've pretty good faith in everybody to have been taking care of themselves except for Joel, the best player on the team, and that sucks to say about the best player on your team. Yeah, but, because I mean, if you look back, there'd be nights where he'd have a the the day off and then that night before a game, he's been seen gambling. So, if he's if he's not playing basketball for two months, um, we can only pray that he was he's staying in shape. Well, I'm just hoping, like, that's one thing we don't have to worry about. We don't have to worry about him, like, going out partying and shit. Yeah. But it's just, like, I'm just picturing him fucking... 30 pounds heavier? 30, yeah, like, sitting on the couch just shoving fucking burgers down his fucking <laughs> face, dude. Like Eating all the Chick-fil-A. He, he said his on. diet got a lot better... I couldn't really tell during the season, to be honest. Um, I don't think he looked in much better shape overall. I think he looked a little, maybe a little bit more lean, but I don't think he was much quicker. I don't think he had much more stamina. And that's something you develop. It takes a little bit longer than just like a month to develop that. But I don't know. I, I, hope, I, just, hope he, I just hope he comes back in the same shape he was in. I just hope it's not worse because he's never been in like the best uh, shape per se he's just always been like a freak of nature like yeah, crazy athletic for his size and it's yeah. all it's all natural to him yeah and it's not like he was he's always been like 50 pounds overweight it's just no. like he's just like he's not overweight but you just because you're not overweight doesn't mean your body isn't healthy you have to be eating the right stuff yeah like so, to make sure that your body lasts because that's probably something that's good for him is not being not playing basketball for two months is getting his body a chance to really heal and sort of reset yeah i mean that's a great thing with that uh it's also great for ben dude like we didn't even bring up ben was probably not going to play until the playoffs anyway and he just got proper time to heal yeah and now he's fully healed now he's fully healed like i was thinking ben might be done for the season i was thinking he might not even play in the playoffs because of his back and now he's just he's going to be back. He's yeah, come back. and like the whole thing with that injury was like no one really knew when he was going to come back. Exactly. So now it's just like it was good to just have two months off. He got healthy, and then he's ready to go now for the playoff. The finger should be fully healed on Joel. That's a big thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited, dude. I'm just excited to have sports. I'm excited for, oh, my God, life. I feel like there's just been no life. We've been merely existing in yeah. this planet called I know Earth. Without this podcast, I felt like I had no purpose. 
What do you mean? I just felt like, because I couldn't do anything. I was just, Oh, I feel you. I feel you're just you. Going, I'm just going to work, and then I'm coming back, and then waiting till I have to work again, because you yeah. just couldn't do anything. Couldn't do anything. Like, it gets bad when you're just like, I feel like I was finding Netflix shows I was super interested in. Like, I, because I, usually, this is what I do with shows, it's like, I'm a binge watcher, so it's like, it takes a while for me to find a show that I really like, but once I really like it, I binge it. And I don't stop until I finish it, basically. And then I was hitting points where I was finding shows I really like, and I just couldn't watch them because I was so bored of just staring at a screen. Like, I, like, started, like, I was taking my dog for, like, six walks a day at one point because I was just, like, like, he's tiny, he's a puppy, he couldn't even handle it. But I just wanted to do something, get out of the house, like, do anything. Yeah, and we really have two different perspectives during this quarantine because... You haven't been able to work, and so you've sort of just been sitting yeah. at home while I've still been able to work. It's it's just been it, we've I work at a uh, like a, a fast food place, like a higher end fast food place. I don't want to get into the details, but we've just pretty much what's happened is we've been very understaffed, and then we've still. That's been, what I hear about every place. Yeah, and we've just been really busy. Can you even hire people right now? I don't know. Because no really a buddy of mine works at, like, a tool store, and he said they have, like, four cashiers right now, and because we were hoping to take, like, go up to the Poconos for a couple days, go hiking, go fishing, and stuff like that, and he said he doesn't know if we'll be able to take off work because of the fact that they have only four cashiers right now, and, like, they can't hire anybody else. Like, their company put in, like, a thing where they can't hire anybody right now. Yeah, like, that was, I know a lot of different places, like, more like restaurants and grocery stores, they were looking to hire people because they needed extra help, but for, like, the first, like, month and a half, I know the place I work at, he, they didn't even have to fire anybody because 95% of the people said they didn't want to work. Yeah. And so they opted to not work, so then- Or we, they, they couldn't, I didn't, I'm sorry, it did, it might have sounded like I said fired. They couldn't fire anybody either, but they couldn't hire anybody. Yeah, so then we would have two people work a shift that was supposed to have four people on it. And yeah, then that's, I'm, like, yeah. up front because I work in a kitchen, so then I have to, like, learn how to do things up front. I don't know how to do that. And then we'd get a lot of people. and then, But, like, now everyone's pretty much back, so we don't really have any room to hire anybody. So don't come asking. <laughs> Dude, it's just, like, it's great. It was awesome, like, taking a break from just having a job and, like, kind of getting this me time. But it hit a point where I'm, like, I have had found other incomes of money than having, like, a regular job that I would have had. And, I'm make, like, I'm making enough money to get by. But I almost just want a job out of pure boredom. Like, yeah. Um, and, like, that's where, I've been like, trying to stay out of that, but... Yeah, and we're... Shit, that's, dude, it gets hard. Yeah, and that's where, like... I'm the opposite where I've just been working so much that like I just want to break for a while. Yeah. But like, I mean, that's how I was before quarantine hit. Yeah. I, just, I wanted a break so bad. I was like, I remember I was like, this is it. Like, I always talk about how I just want time off work and now I get it. And then like, what the hell? Like, yeah. now I want to work again. Yeah. And I know I'll feel I'll regret saying that once I start working again. Yeah, because, like... It's gonna suck. I haven't had, like, a real vacation in, like, years. Me so, either, like, dude. And I'm talking about, like, more than two days. So... Oh, geez. Yeah, never mind. I've had that. <laughs> yeah, because, like, probably, like, a year ago, I went to the beach for, like, 
the weekends but like it's just been like little like two days like that maybe once a year i'd go but like i haven't spent like a week off of work for like a long time should totally do that you should totally come to poconos maybe and go we're going hiking and we're going fishing yeah i'll have to get the deets on that yeah i'll definitely talk to we need people dude we like need people to go all right we're getting caught like the house we're renting has kayaks so we're gonna go out on the lake and fish there's a bunch of hiking trails. We're probably Sick. gonna we're thinking about going whitewater rafting. That sounds like fun. And Joe is gonna be away for like all of summer ah. in the military, so it's like a little like going away. Like, yeah. Have a great time thing. Yeah, we'll we'll converse yes. about that. <laughs> I'm leaving all that in. Yeah. Meet us there. The address to the house is <laughs> we just went on a little quarantine confessional yeah. that will that is gonna get trademarked, that term right there. I like that. But we're gonna move on. We're gonna close out the podcast. We're not gonna we're not we're not gonna talk your ear off for too long because there's not too much to talk about. But we gotta close it off with a let's talk balls Mahoney because it's the only thing that's really been happening is is pro wrestling. A lot of stuff has happened. WWE. We haven't even been on here since Mania. Yeah. So start off. I guess we'll just we'll give you the rundown of like the current the current standings i guess <laughs> the, where everything stands in pro wrestling currently so drew mcintyre at wrestlemania in front of no crowd became your new wwe champion that was pretty cool yeah braun Strowman is your current universal champion it was supposed to be roman reigns but he had pulled himself out of wrestlemania due to him being immunocompromised as he's a uh, cancer survivor and braun Strowman went on to face goldberg and beat him and currently the United States champion is Apollo Crews, who just ended Andrade's uneventful reign where I feel like he never defended his title. Um, so Apollo Crews getting his first title in WWE, great in the ring. I would love to see him with a manager, though. Love yeah. to see him with MVP as his manager right now. Yeah. MVP is back? Yeah, we definitely talked about MVP coming back. Um, but he's in a more managerial role. The IC champion is not determined as of right now. We'll find out Friday. We have the finals. The finals of an IC championship tournament. And the finals are going to be AJ Styles, who is now back on SmackDown, versus Daniel Bryan. And rumors are that that match is literally the best match like to be on television, like regular cable TV, in years. Apparently that match is insane because it was pre-recorded already. So we'll see that on Friday. Uh, tag team champs are Street Profits. The Street Profits are the Raw tag team champs. They've been the Raw tag team champs though. Yeah. This whole time, the New Day aren't the champs anymore though. Are they? It is the New Day. Yeah, it is the New Day. The New Day are still the champions. I thought they lost it for some reason. The Triple Threat ladder match, Morrison won, but the New Day won it later. Yeah, because then they had they had another yeah Triple Threat match. So yeah, the New Day are the tag team champions. When it goes to AEW, John Moxley is still your champion. They crowned the first ever TNT champion, like mid-card title, which was won by Cody, the American Nightmare, getting his first win, uh, first title, I mean, in in AEW. He is like their mid-card champion right now. Then you have the women's champion uh, is, who is it? Hikira Shida? Yeah, I know it's Shida. I'm I just sorry don't... if I pronounced that wrong. Yeah, she just beat Nyla Rose. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. And then we got the tag team champions are still Kenny Omega and Adam Page. Other than that, that's like our, our standings. And I'm the current predictions champion. As I won the predictions, it came down to a tiebreaker, which was predicted how long the world title match at Double or Nothing was going to be. And that's what it came down to. That got me the championship back yes. from Mark in our predictions. But I won it at a... 
Money in the Bank, WWE yes. in the Bank. And then we did it again for AEW Double or Nothing, and then it came down to the last match. Yeah, it did. And then I won. Can't say I'm surprised. <laughs> We should do like a little bit of kind of just like an update on what's going on. So WWE had released a bunch of people. They have released a shit, uh, literally a shit ton of people since this pandemic started. Uh, The Revival being one of them, Dash and Dawson, formerly known as Dash and Dawson. They had been wanting out of WWE for quite some time. And we know that AEW really values tag team wrestling. And what do you know? This past Wednesday... A week from a week ago today, actually, they showed up on on AEW Dynamite and they had a little stare down with the Young Bucks, a little sign of respect, didn't attack them, just kind of stared them down. Uh, and now they are FTR, Fear the Revolt, Fuck the Rest, For the Resistance, or something like that. Yeah, there's a few meanings for hashtag FTR. Yeah, Cash and Dax, but a lot of other names had been released from WWE. So uh, Matt Cardona, if you don't know him. As Matt Cardona, you would probably know him as Zack Ryder, was released. Heath Slater was released. Uh, Curtis Axel was released. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle was released from his his role. Drake Maverick, also known as Rockstar Spud, was released. Um, EC3 was a big one that was released. A lot of people. A I'm definitely of, missing some, too. Um, there was, like, more than 20. Uh, a lot of people were in... Kurt like, Hawkins? Yeah, a lot of people were in, like, NXT as like trainees yeah so, i know diana perrazzo yeah uh she was released she's with tna impact wrestling right now she is just, she yeah she just debuted that's cool i actually i saw her wrestle live at an indie show in, in our hometown like oh. t- two years ago for 10 bucks interesting yeah that was pretty cool same thing with joey janela saw joey janela do a backflip off a ladder in a building in front of probably not even 100 people and now yeah. he's in AEW. um so yeah. that was awesome yeah anyway um, we, let's, Mike Kyoto was also released. Oh, uh, yeah. Long, long, long time referee. Uh, 31 years, I believe. Longest was. tenured referee I know he was at. Yeah. Which is weird that they would release him of all the people. Yeah, it's kind of messed up if you ask me. Yeah. All right, so what we're going to do is a thing that's sort of going around with professional wrestling is the sort of cinematic type matches. So what we're going to do is compare the Money in the Bank ladder match against the Stadium Stampede, which was at AEW Double or Nothing between the Inner Circle and the Elite with Matt Hardy. So we're going to get into sort of what we liked, what we didn't like about each of those matches and give our opinions on which one we thought was better. So we'll start off with Money in the Bank. It was, I think it was, you said they started a food fight and it was kind of just all downhill from there. Yeah, um, so I couldn't agree more. To to go over really quick about what that was is if you don't know what a money in the bank ladder match is, is they usually have what like seven people, six or seven people. I it's think. like six to eight usually. Yeah, six to eight, and then they all start in the ring, and then you have to climb a ladder to get a briefcase that you can cash in for a WWE title shot at any time. You have a year to cash it in, um, but this year. They decided to have this theme where you climb the corporate ladder. So then they had it in a WWE. They had it through. They started at the bottom of the office building, and then they put a ring on yeah, the roof. Yeah, it was at WWE headquarters. Yeah, and then they hung the briefcase on top of the ring that was on top of the building, and then they had to climb through all of the floors to get to the top and then grab 
the briefcase. So that's pretty much what that match was. It wasn't a typical ladder match like we are all used to seeing. But uh, my opinions on it, I thought it was... It surprised me because... Oh, and also the big thing was that the women's money in the bank and the men's money in the bank were taking place at the same time. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that was weird. Yeah, but the... It was. I thought it was good at first. Um, I was surprised with how much I was enjoying it, and then, like we were saying, that they had a food fight with between the girls and the boys, and Paul Heyman was there, which uh, initially I thought was cool, and then they had a food fight, which I did not think was cool, and then that's sort of when everything went downhill, and I started to not like it as much. It was just, I don't know, it was just weird. I did not really enjoy it after that point at all. Especially with the result. (laughs) Um, The results of the matches. So, let's get to that. Overall, I didn't think it was done very well. I think they could have done it a lot better. It wasn't the worst thing ever, but it could have been a lot better. It wasn't anything great by any means. I think it was the worst type of like cinematic match that we've had so far definitely with like the boneyard match and then the firefly funhouse which were both awesome yeah i think it was the worst of those three let's talk about the results yeah so like we said the matches were going on at the same time oscar ends up winning the money in the bank ladder match for the women the next night on raw the raw women's champion becky lynch comes out tells everybody she's pregnant and she has to relinquish the title so the money in the bank ladder match was not for the contract, it was for the title. Asuka opens the Money in the Bank briefcase. The Raw Women's Championship is in there. Becky Lynch's reign comes to an end because she vacated because she's now pregnant with her and Seth Rollins' first child, which is pretty cool. I wish they would have, like, announced that before the Money in the Bank. You know what I mean? Like, it just, like, it just made it feel weird that Asuka won and then was just kind of handed the title even though she won Money in the Bank. Yeah, it, yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that could have been something where they like announced that she's gonna have to. Because they did that before it. when when Daniel Bryan had to relinquish the title. Yeah, they could have had that, and then that would have made like the stakes seem so much higher for yeah. the women. And then the way that it ended for oh my god, I can't even say it without laughing, dude. The way it ended for the men is uh, Baron Corbin and aj styles are at the top of a ladder uh really quick before that yeah. um baron corbin allegedly killed Rey mysterio and alistair black he threw him off the oh roof. yeah he threw them off the roof <laughs> so Which, i it was weird um i didn't know what direction they're gonna go with that i was if they were just gonna kill them off i was gonna be pretty upset but you would later on find out that there happened to be like another it was just like a higher up part of the thing there was like another little roof they fell a few feet yeah they fell like six feet and they were fine but go ahead with the results so (laughs) we're toward the end of the match baron corbin aj styles they're fighting at the top of the ladder they each have the briefcase right the briefcase is unhooked from the thing corbin's got his hands on it aj has his hands on it they're fighting over it briefcase flies out of their hands who catches it otis from Heavy Machinery, Otis is Mr. Money in the Bank because he gained control of the briefcase before anybody else. Like, it's a fucking NFL pass. That was so fucking stupid, dude. It pissed me off. Like, I was... I don't mind Otis, dude. Like, I don't mind him. 
but he's I'm, I mind him as my world champion. When you have other people, when you have AJ Styles, Aleister Black, Rey Mysterio, Rey Mysterio, and dude, even Corbin, I like and Corbin, D. Bry, and Daniel Bryan was in that match. Like it's just ridiculous, dude. Like I understand they're just they're burying, they're pushing it down your throat right now. The fact that like Otis and Mandy Rose are dating and. Gotta feel bad for Tucker, his tag team partner. Yeah. Who's like, it's just ridiculous, dude. Because Otis yeah. has gotten a huge singles push. I think part of that problem was is when there were still fans in the audience. Um, everyone was sort of buying into this Otis thing. Yeah. And then so when then there was no fans, I guess they just assumed that people still wanted to see Otis succeed. And then just not as world champion. Though. And like. Like if I want to, if if he was gonna win, I would want to see him just wreck people instead of just happening to have the briefcase fall into his lap because yeah, that doesn't really validate him as champion. Because even if, uh, and God forbid, he wins the championship, it won't feel dude. There's no way it won't feel like he really earned it because it just happened to fall in his in his lap, and everything will just seems like it it just he got lucky. So I think that really is gonna affect. Like whatever sort of push he gets after this, I I really can't I really can't see him as world champion. I need he needs to lose the briefcase to somebody else because if they waste another cash in, what is it? What it would be like two out of the past three years on because last year was Brock, which was stupid. The year before that was Baron Corbin, right? Or was it? Um, I think Corbin was like. Three years ago. Whatever it was, Baron Corbin cashed in and lost. Yeah. And if Otis cashes in and loses, it's going to be super annoying. But I also don't want him to win. So I, he just needs to lose the briefcase to somebody. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, man. The way that they've just been like doing things has just been getting on my nerves. So let's compare that match to the Stadium Stampede match, which was the Inner Circle versus the Elite, like without Cody, and Matt Hardy. Because Cody had a match earlier that night already. Yeah, so the elite is Hangman, Kenny Omega, um, Young, the Young Bucks, and then it was Matt Hardy. And then if you don't know, the inner circle is Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, um, Santino, or Santana and Ortiz, and then Sammy Guevara. Yes. Dude, this was literally my favorite wrestling match since quarantine started. Like, since there was no fans. Yeah. I'm Dude, This it was so fucking funny yeah so entertaining it was oh it was great dude yeah you can't you're a shitty referee (laughs) chris jericho is on top of the world right now you couldn't really describe it any better is it was just so entertaining it's so entertaining and it was like good wrestling too it took place all right so AEW's owner tony khan also is partial owner of the jacksonville jaguars so they've been that's where they've been doing their shows recently is in is in the the stadium where the Jaguars play football stadium stampede. There was a ring on the 50 yard line of the football field. And it's basically just like a false count anywhere. Uh, first team to get a pin wins. Um, and it was just, it was so funny. Like at one point Santana and Ortiz are literally trying to drown Matt Hardy and he's broken Matt Hardy. He goes underwater has broken Matt Hardy, comes out of water as like V1 Matt Hardy, goes back down, comes back out as Team Extreme Matt Hardy, and then goes, like, it was just hilarious, dude. Hangman Page was like sitting in the bar the whole time, basically. Yeah, he and went. For, he, for a slim, slim portion of the match, he, he actually did some fighting, but. Yeah, and like, 
I'll be honest. I was a little worried when like it first happened, when the match first started, because they, when they were like coming out as like a football team, I was like, okay, this seems like a bit of a spectacle. Oh yeah. And then, (laughs) and then it was the four of the elite with Matt Hardy minus Hangman Page. And then it started, and then they all just started charging at each other. Yeah, and it I was, was like, hilarious, yeah, and dude. And I was like, oh, this this is going to be awesome. And then, um, <laughs> if you don't know, Sammy Guevara got mowed down by a, a golf cart uh, in, I believe it was few, two, two weeks ago, maybe? Three, probably, now. Yeah, on Dynamite, and he got destroyed. And then <laughs> Hangman Page came out. Um, like a few minutes later, and then Sammy Guevara was there. Yeah, he was on a horse, and he was chasing down Sammy Guevara, and then he ran into um, the like the arena where like the concession stands are, and then he was looking for Sammy, and then that's when he stumbled into the bar. Um, I, that was personally one of my favorite moments of the match is when Jake Hager eventually went to look for Hangman Page, and he was having a drink at the bar, and then they just sat down together, and then. Uh, Hangman was like, are we going to drink or are we going to fight? And then he gave Jake a drink and then they took a shot and then they started fighting each other. And then um, during that match, Jake just like drug Hangman across the bar, which I thought was really awesome. I'm pretty sure, was it Hangman who got like suplexed onto the pool table or something? Yeah. So that probably hurt like a bitch. Yeah. Because that didn't break or anything. Like, that was just a regular pool <laughs> yeah, table. Yeah, that's a normal pool table. Did they throw... I could have sworn I saw someone throw a pool ball, but they, maybe I just invented that in yeah, my I head. Yeah, I think you did. Um, I know they definitely, like, broke the pool sticks over. Yeah, the yeah, they did all stuff. that. Just a great match. Um, one, one of the highlights of that match for me, like I said it in the beginning, Chris Jericho gets a near fall. And now he's complaining to Aubrey Edwards, and Chris Jericho throws a challenge flag. They then go into the booth... <laughs> Like, the review booth, and uh, Aubrey Edwards declares that it was a two-count, was in fact a two-count. And Jericho is just, like, giving it to her like she was, like, an NFL, like, he was, like, an NFL coach. And it's so funny. At one point, he screams, you're a shitty referee! (laughs) And then a whole bunch of other stuff. That was great. That was hilarious. Yeah. And And then the finish was awesome, too. Yeah, that was insane. Um, So the finish is... Sammy Guevara. So they also come out in a golf cart again. Kenny Omega and Matt Hardy, I think, again come out in a golf cart. Yes. So Sammy Guevara gets knocked out. Um, I think it was Nick Jackson of the Young Bucks suplexed him for 100 (laughs) straight yards the entire length of the football field. And then Sammy Guevara is basically unconscious. He wakes up and he thinks he he won the match. (laughs) He's like, I'm the last one standing. I won. And then here comes Kenny Omega and Matt Hardy in a golf cart again. And he just stares at them and he's like shaking his head like, no, no, not again. <laughs> and then he just starts running so fast. He's a fast motherfucker, bro. Yeah. He's, he's fast as hell. Yeah, he's a quick runner. So he he gets away from the golf carts, running through the stands. And then... He's like climbing up the stands. Yeah. Kenny uh, Omega... Away. Yeah. And then Kenny Omega chases him. And then every everyone in uh, their team sort of chases him. And then... They meet him at, like, where you'd walk out to go to your seat, sort of? Or is that yeah. the tunnel? I was, like, the tunnel, I think. I think it was the tunnel. Yeah, and then uh, Kenny Omega uh, hit a one-winged angel off yeah. of the, the tunnel onto 
we don't know what, but it looked like it hurt. It was high up. Yeah, they it was high a, up. They had a cool perspective. Of I'm it. pretty sure it was like I saw the perspective. It had to be like an airbag or something, and I they like, like went through wood with an airbag inside of it or I something. I think there was like cardboard boxes, maybe. Or, or something of that, yeah. something of that nature. Like, there's no way they fell that far yeah, and no. didn't have anything there but it was still sick and it was an awesome end to the match yeah and um one of the things i thought was really funny was when uh hangman was drunk and chris jericho was laying on the ground he had the uh the chalk marker the thing that they pushed to draw the chalk line oh yeah and he he just drew it went over chris jericho and then just yeah it just went right over his face (laughs) that was really funny what a match um yeah dude that was the most entertaining match that we've had Definitely the best like cinematic type match, um, I think. Yeah, I second I, would probably be Boneyard match, but Boneyard match was funny, but it was still more serious. This was just pure entertainment. If if I comp. had to rank them, I would probably say the Stampede, Firefly, Boneyard, and then the uh, Money in the Bank. Yeah, which I wouldn't even put Money in the Bank on that list. So yeah, it's that much of a disgrace. And. Dude, so I guess the big thing in wrestling we have to really look forward to is um, Dynamite's tonight. Cody's have an open challenge for the Dynam- for the TNT title. He said he's going to do it weekly, and he said non-AEW wrestlers can come out and challenge him for the belt. So maybe we'll see someone like Matt Cardona or EC3 who doesn't have a contract, but she's going to come out and challenge Cody. That would be sick. Um, yeah, that was one of my favorite things that – WWE did that uh, with John Cena. Yeah, a few years ago with John Cena as the U.S. champ, and he'd held a that was sick. Challenge, yeah, and it was fucking awesome. And we got that. Great... Those were like the best matches of Raw, like every single week. Yeah, we got that great KO versus John Cena match when KO, KO was NXT champ. Yeah, that was awesome. Where he stepped on the U.S. title and <laughs> held up his NXT title. That was sick. Yeah. Um, I will say really quick that AEW, like you said earlier, is doing a great job with having wrestlers who aren't wrestling in the crowd. And yeah. WWE recently just put like the, NXT trainees sort of in the crowd. Yeah, they just started doing that. And it, se- it honestly seems like it's been helping the product. Yeah. Um, But AEW was smart and had been doing it the whole time. Yeah, they did. They're that. always one step ahead of WWE at this those, point, it seems like. Those guys in AEW, man. So we got a lot to look forward to with pro wrestling, um, especially with... All the free agent signings, like Matt Cardona, like Curtis Axel, like EC3, like we just had the revival come into uh, to AEW, like Drake Maverick slash Rockstar Spud. So we there's a lot to look forward to in WWE. A lot to look forward to with sports coming up. Uh, right before we end with WWE, we want to say uh, rest in peace, Shad Gaspard, died a absolute hero, um, and. It's horrible the way he went, but he he definitely died a hero saving his son. Um, and I don't know, Crime Time was definitely a huge tag team. Yeah. When we were growing up. Yeah. Um, I know I remember one of my favorite memories of like growing up with that. I just thought it was like one of the funniest things I ever saw on when we were watching WWE. We were real young, probably eight years old. And they took JBL's boot, autographed it, and sold it to an audience member <laughs> for like a thousand dollars. And I thought that was like the funniest thing I ever saw. But definitely rest in peace to him. He will be missed by many. I had to do that before we close out Let's Talk Balls Mahoney and close out the pod for the week. So, with that being said, I'm Dylan. I'm Mark. And if you want to talk, then let's talk balls. We will see you guys soon.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.